Thank you for listening to The Verbal Express. This is episode five. I am Fadisha. And I am Shayla. What's going on, sis? Let me put a disclaimer out <laughs> before we even get into anything. I We may have a special guest tonight that just appeared out of nowhere by the name of Preston. <laughs> <laughs> who is, for those of you who don't know, my three-year-old son. It's just me and him tonight. His daddy is not here. I record this podcast from my house. He's right now watching Paw Patrol. So let's hope that keep him occupied <laughs> for the duration of this podcast. <laughs> but if you hear him, just ignore it. Keep talking, Shay. <laughs> and I will I will get him handled. So I just wanted to throw out that disclaimer. This is real life, people. I have a real life. <laughs> funny <laughs> yes just you know just in case you hear mama so come <laughs> knock on the door because he got a real life grown man knock or whatever <laughs> so you'll be like who is that at your door Not grown man knock. i'm talking about a grown man <laughs> knock i mean grown man five old type knock i can't <laughs> yes. so i just wanted to say that before anything <laughs> okay uh, well as usual we're gonna push and pump through so it's all Most good definitely. good so what we got first on the chopping block are we gonna go super um, drama yeah i guess we could go ahead and start with the big drama that's like still ongoing which is the 50 and Floyd mess that they've got going on. So Mm -hmm. I don't know where it started from. I don't know what caused them to start all this bickering. Cause didn't they have like a falling out like a while back and they kind of got back cool. Yes, they did. They have a weird friendship. They have this type of friendship where, like, they're real cool. You see them out together posting pics or whatever, and then they fall out, and it's just, it becomes, like, a big deal. Then they back cool again. So, what started this particular go-around was Floyd Mayweather has his new girl (laughs) pregnant. And he was with this other girl named Bad Medina for years. I think it's like 2013, 2014, something like that. Somebody can correct me. Yeah, somebody can correct me on the years if I'm wrong. But anyway, someone made a comment and said that this new girl, I don't know her name, so I'm just call her the new girl, got pregnant and did something that Bad Medina couldn't do in years, which is get pregnant. But Medina commented and said she would rather have love than a baby. Don't think that he didn't try to knock her up. You know, that's just not what she wanted, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to say all that. Y'all can read it or whatever. <laughs> 50 Cent said something in the lines of, um, I don't know if he replied to her first or replied to Floyd Mayweather first. But basically, when he did reply to her, he basically called her a hoe and she was like she replied back to 50 cent was like i was never a hoe never that or whatever um just because y'all have beef which is meaning him and floyd don't try to bring me in it floyd commented and uh, well 50 cent commented to floyd and said 
you keep losing these hoes in front of everybody, champ. Get the strap. You know, he said some other stuff, but basically that's what he said. You keep losing these hoes in front of everybody, and you know his hashtag, get the strap. Floyd came back, and he starts commenting. I don't know what he said, because really, I've been, like, paying attention to it, but not so much, because it's, it's kind of too much back and forth. It is. But it really escalated when Floyd Mayweather posted a picture of 50 Cent's son on FaceTime. And I think that is really where it took a turn and got serious. And now they just going in, like they taking it too personal now. Well, thanks for clearing that up, friend, because I was lost in hell. (laughs) Yes. That's where it started. That was the beginning. All because somebody commented about Bad Medina not being able to get pregnant or whatever. And that was like, it was a freaking gasoline on the fire. (laughs) It just blew up from there. And now every single day since it's happened, because what when did it happen? Like a few days ago, a week ago? It's been a few days. Uh, Today is... Today's Thursday. I know it's been at least since like Friday or Saturday. Yes, it's literally every day. Each yeah. one of them posting something. Yeah. So, which Fifty Cent is super petty. Floyd Mayweather. Mm, I don't really. I mean, I don't really know about his pettiness or not. But Fifty Cent is super petty. I was listening to the read today and it was like, they can see 50 Cent like having a blog or whatever. I can totally see that because his ass is like when you look up petty, 50 Cent picture is like right there by it. <laughs> it is. And and that's funny shit. because in one of um, Floyd's rebuttals, you know, he had did, this is where I started tuning in when I seen like this big long paragraph that he wrote and he mentioned that <laughs> 50 is always in people's business and he may as well be a blogger and that type of thing. <laughs> and so 50 was like, I seen 50's response from that because he was like, well, who got him, you know, who uh, wrote this for him? Because I know he didn't write it. I mean, it was like a big long <laughs> Yes, and I so, did see that. So that's just, my thing is they are both grown men and it's, like, don't y'all got anything better to do? Like, I understand that, you know what I'm saying? Like, with 50, he has to have the last word. Like, that's just him. Right. And I don't I don't get why that is. Because, like I said, like, for you to be a grown man, to be a gangster, been shot 50 million times, like, why <laughs> would you be so bent on getting the last word? Like, I don't understand that. That's not how gangsters roll. And so, that's what Floyd's, like, he pointed out. He's like, you know, you talk about, you know, how how this and that you are, but you stay in folks' business. Like, real gangsters, that's not a gangster. So, I don't, I don't get, I don't get where he comes from with that. But, Anywho, it's, it's- I really feel like 50 Cent knows exactly what he's doing. Like, I feel that he trolls for a reason. 
really I don't know if it's really just to keep his name out there. I don't know if it's just because he's bored. I don't or he I think it's boredom. You got it got to be. be. <laughs> it got to be. It got to be bored to keep that much shit going. Like I don't know women who do that. Like you got to be bored. Right, exactly. And I mean at the end of the day Floyd Mayweather is disposing these hoes like they ain't nothing. The man is a billionaire. He gets seven figure checks every single month. Like these hoes ain't it's nothing. Signed up. Yeah, like these hoes ain't nothing. What's Floyd's address? I'm going to check. All over the damn world. I need that in my life. Yes, it's just, it's getting out of hand. It's getting real personal, especially when 50 Cent's talking about Floyd Mayweather's best friend who killed himself and his spouse in front of him or whatever, and then bringing 50 Cent's son into it. It's just getting out of hand. I mean, yeah, it's all fun and games right now until somebody get hurt because I think I read somewhere that 50 Cent sent his goons to see Floyd Mayweather or something like that and it's just like okay like it's entertaining for social media and you know everybody got their little opinion and gonna make their little jokes or whatever but it's not that serious for nobody to be getting hurt out here for real because then it's gonna turn into something like oh that shouldn't have happened such and such was a good dude or whatever. Like, it, who wants to go through that? So, I just feel like they just need to dead it. Yes, 50 Cent needs the last word. If they was really friends, Floyd knows that or whatever, but I also don't see Floyd just handing that over. So, who knows how long this is going to continue? Quite frankly, I don't really care because it's, it's getting out of hand where I just cannot keep keeping up with it. It's just too damn much or whatever so like if I see another post about it I just scroll right on past because I'm just done like it's over yeah I agree I just I couldn't I mean it was so much coming I couldn't even take the time to figure out how it started because it was just so it was much. too much exactly so. and it was just it's too much back and forth they got these long ass novels <laughs> whatever who got time to read all of that so yeah I'm going to just pray for both of them. That's all we can do. I know. Hopefully, they, they can mend fences at some point. Cause... Hopefully. Because they both got a weird as Like, they have a weird-ass friendship with each other. And they both just different breeds. So, they who are. knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows how this will go? While we talk about petty people, we can go ahead and discuss K. Michelle, mm. um, another person that's like super petty and petty, of- petty. <laughs> she is so petty. <laughs> 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 but yeah, she, you know how I feel about K. Michelle. I I do not mess with her like at all, and the fact that she is still full of drama. Like, when she first was on Love and Hip Hop, it was entertaining. And, you know, the whole shaking the table scene she had with Carly Red, like, that was very entertaining, you know, and her persona, you know, that she from Memphis and this and that. Okay. But now it's just very, like, she looks like a, a clown. Like, the way that she acts she is too old to act like this you talk about how you want to get your music off the ground how you want to be a star how you want to do this and that which she she could be successful if she would put the bullshit aside and just act like a normal person and I put her in the same category with Tamar like they are they are tit for tat so Mm -hmm. 
they those are two people that ha- have talent. However, the bullshit and drama that they keep up is gonna always overshadow their talent. So, but what was it was funny to me that her and um, Lyrica's husband A One, which is a producer, they got into it, and <laughs> the fact that he kept it real with her and was just like telling her like sis like your brand is tarnished because of you so and I think that's something that she needed to hear like in that scene you could see like her eyes like (laughs) get big and like she hasn't heard this before so I don't know I hope that that is something that she takes heed to but to see them going back and forth was really funny to me hey yeah it was funny and he read her ass for filth (laughs) And, the, and she tried to read him talking about are you reading me sis and he was like yeah bro like that, right <laughs> that part <laughs> yes and I feel pretty much the same way how you feel about K Michelle I just I used to really like like her I really did or whatever but I just felt like she another one who is always in some mess or whatever like all the time and when I seen a little I didn't really pay too much attention to loving hip-hop Hollywood or whatever but I did see on social media her fussing with Lyrica A1's wife or whatever like trying to fight this girl with a IV in your fucking arm like come on girl it's not that serious I mean I just feel like K Michelle is extra as fuck. I do agree that she is just like Tamar. That's probably why their asses don't get along because they are just alike or whatever. They're always looking for drama, always in some mess. Like like you said, very talented. Both of them can sing. The girl can sing. I'm not going to take that from her or whatever. She, She can sing. Very pretty, very beautiful, but the stuff that she keeps up with, like this is why you always have negativity in your life because you don't have anything positive to say half the time and you don't have positive people around you like you always just in some shit so when a1 just kind of read her and just basically told her your career is ruined because of you she had every right to look stupid because she knows that i think deep down inside she knows that she is not as big as she can be because of her damn mouth or whatever. And I'm all for speaking your mind, saying what you got to say or whatever. But sometimes you you can just take stuff too far and you have to learn to just be like, you know what? Miss me with the bullshit. And I think that's what her and Tamar have a problem with doing. They don't know how to duck and dive the bullshit. You don't have to respond and get into it with everybody and respond to everything. Like, some stuff can just be left on the table. Be better than that. And for some odd reason, they just don't comprehend. I just don't get it. But whatever. That's K-Messy Michelle. And I don't don't understand that either as far as, like, you're a grown woman. Like, come on, sis. This The shit that she's doing is, like, stuff that you may could get away with in your teens and your early 20s. But at this age, you really got to learn to take accountability. Like, she don't take account. Neither of them take accountability for shit that they do or say. It's always somebody else. It's always this and that. And, like, I don't, and I know that you've noticed that, Anybody that she's been close with or around, they no longer fool with her. Like how you was talking about with Tamar, it's the same way with Kay. Like, 
anybody that she's ever been cool with and close to, they don't fool with her no more. Like one of the chicks, um, it was a chick named Paris that she used to be around all the time and they were best friends. And Kay said that the, that the girl stole from her. And um, it's funny because the chick is actually on the new season of love and hip hop Hollywood or whatever. And she was saying that it was a company car that, uh, she had permission to use and I think she said it was only like $20 that she used for something I can't even remember what it was for now but I mean seriously though any and everybody that she's ever been cool with they don't mess with her no more so that says a lot about you exactly exactly and like I told you before with Tamar you can't never trust a bitch that always got new friends and never yep. fuck the old ones you just yep. cannot like it's one thing I'm all for meeting new people networking you know what I mean like I feel like I'm not that total person who just not gonna talk to new people and get to know new people or whatever because hey. I feel like you don't know what you can learn from a new person or whatever <laughs> But when I'm messing with somebody new, I still got my old friends or whatever. I'm not just, like, getting into it with them or bringing up mess between them. Like, oh, girl, I don't fuck with um, Shayla no more. This is my new friend. And then after <laughs> I don't fuck with that new friend, I don't fuck with her or Shayla no more. Like, you can't, like, no, bitch, y'all all over the place with y'all friends or whatever. Like, you can't never trust nobody who got always got new friends. Like, that's in itself is shady as hell because it it's is. like, what is it about you that you keep getting into it with, with your every- so-called friends? Yeah, with everybody, you always got to get new ones or whatever. Because I feel like it's only a matter of time before you turn around and do that shit to me. Yep. So, whatever. Whatever, Kate Michelle. <laughs> On to the next. So, it's going to be the same thing. This season of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is going to be the same thing next season. If she on it, she just needs to get her shit together. And I thought that she was engaged to that dentist. I think, well, I want to say she still is, um, but I don't know. Like, she's just, girl, I don't know. All over the place. Very much so. And you know, you already know how I feel about her with them damn ass injections and shit. That just like don't feel sorry for her ass at all. I and I, I hate the fact that she tries to play on people's intelligence and try to make people feel sorry for her. Talking about how um on this last episode she was talking about how she and I also follow her on IG and she was talking about all the health struggles that she had and how um she could barely breathe and all this other shit and like but bitch this is some shit that you did to yourself like it would be Mm -hmm. different if it was something that you didn't cause on your own but you caused this and I know people make mistakes and they go you know what I'm saying but the fact that she was so adamant about her injections like she was talking about um, I I would never forget this interview she did with the breakfast club and she was um talking about how she you know she gets surgery and I mean I know that that's hot right now so people doing it but she was making a statement like well I'm, I get lipo and I'm gonna get it again because one of my roles came back and um she made you know she pretty much was like trying to tell people what she could she could do what she wanted with her own body which is true but when you get the negative shit that goes along with that, then don't cry for help. Then don't go talking about how you feel, you know, how you feel and how you can't do this and that and how you're sick and 
because bitch you caused it so right that's that's the reason why i could not have any compassion for her i just couldn't i of course i don't want nothing bad to happen to her but bitch you caused it so you know take it or leave it exactly and i mean you should have thought about that shit before you even tried to put it in your body i mean research is everything google is your friend and it's for everybody it's not just exclusive google will tell you that you're gonna die exactly (laughs) like some shit and it'd be like this is cancer you're like god damn (laughs) (laughs) keep fucking around with google you're gonna die right now At this very moment, or whatever. WebMD, so like, honey, don't they don't? Oh, fuck. please don't go on WebMD. You put you your go on... in, bitch. You're dead. Is this or cancer? <laughs> <laughs> your kidneys are gonna shut down. Your heart. <laughs> you Web go on WebMD, cancer, honey. It's you cancer. gonna be like exactly. I got every damn disease in the book. <laughs> You better stay off of that, but yeah, I can't. Like you said, <laughs> exactly. Like you said, just playing on people' intelligence—that's not cool. You want to do what you want with your body, just like you want to say what you want with your mouth. But when you do get those negative effects and that backlash, don't come on social media with your tattoo tears, as lovely T said. Like, don't do that because nobody's going to feel sorry for you. You really are like the little boy who cried wolf. I mean. Who I hate to be like, who cares? But who cares? Because you just think you can just do whatever you want and it's supposed to be okay. And now that your little feelings hurt, you know, we supposed to feel bad. I don't. So <laughs> it is what it is. Yep. It yes. is. So let me, while we're on the subject of uh, people that we don't, I don't really care about. <laughs> and I don't know if I, I haven't ever told you. Um, that I didn't, I don't care for Lonnie Love uh, on the real. Have I ever told you that? Yes, okay. And the reason I don't really care for her or whatever is I just feel like she has sometimes when I'm watching the real because sometimes I watch it or sometimes I might catch like little YouTube clips or something I feel like she has like a bad attitude and she doesn't always want to like participate in like some of the topics that they're talking about or whatever because she'll just be like oh I just don't care I just don't care my thing is like you're on a talk show that people tune in to watch or whatever for your opinion if you don't care then you don't need to be on that talk show. I mean, you need to act like you care. You're going to probably hear me on this podcast say, I don't really care. Just like I just said for the Floyd Mayweather and 50 Cent thing. I don't really care. But this is a podcast. I feel like this is just like a good, good conversation between me and my good, good girlfriend. I don't feel like we're not on TV on like a talk show where they're giving us topics for the host to actually give their opinions or whatever like I just don't care for her I think she does have a a nasty attitude I think that she can be a bully sometimes or whatever and quite frankly I don't think she's funny I just don't or whatever but I do see that she they are developing a comedy series about her life or whatever that she's signing a deal with Warner Brothers or whatnot I mean that's great for her but I just feel like Lonnie Love this is 
basically what she wanted, which is great. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's great to achieve your goals. But I feel like I hope that she has a better attitude in the future because I feel like you can't get nowhere having a bad attitude. Like, yeah, people can offer you stuff or whatever. They can offer you deals. They can offer you this and that. But at the end of the day, it's your attitude that keeps them wanting to come back. Agreed. And I'm with you. I don't know. I I really don't watch the real because <laughs> I just I'm not interested in it. Like it's never something like my mom watches it. Um, my aunts and stuff watch it like they they pretty much like it. But I've just never really been into talk shows like that anyway. So and I don't I don't really watch it. So I've only seen a couple of times, like like you said, only a couple of clips because maybe my mama is watching it. So mm-hmm. um and I don't care for her either. And I don't think she's funny either. But I did see that she got her deal, which is, you know, that's a good thing for her. Congrats. But, yeah, I don't think she's funny either, sis. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I just wanted to mention that or whatever. I know that's in the hot tops or whatever. <laughs> so I was like, well, it's worth mentioning or whatever. But I also I'm going to say how I feel about the person <laughs> too or whatever. I'm not going to be like fake as fuck exactly exactly yes girl so tokyo tony oh jesus (laughs) from one clown to the next girl this whole segment clowns (laughs) (laughs) buffoonery that might be the title (laughs) real life clown justice Um, Tokyo Tony, first of all, she just don't look clean to me. No. She, she don't <laughs> she don't serve good motherly clean vibes. Mm-mm. And you know, she they always in the comments saying that she does uh crack and stuff like that. I don't know how true that is. I can't believe it. Um, but I don't I don't wanna say that lady on crack because I don't know that lady. But um she does give crack vibes. So Anywho, apparently she and China are on bad terms, and I don't even know what started there, little beef. Don't care either, but uh, (laughs) they have been on bad terms for a while now. I remember a couple months ago, she was, like, going in on her and telling her that she needed to apologize and all this other shit. So, anyway, recently this week... Um, she reached out to Amber Rose because you know Amber and Black China are besties. So she reached out to Amber and you know trying to sympathize with her and well trying to get sympathy from her, I should say, and um telling her, you know, to let China let her see the kids. So I don't know, like I feel like I feel like it's kind of wrong to keep them, keep the kids from her. However, I mean, look at her. Shit. I don't know <laughs> if I want my kids around either. Like, again, the lady gives crackhead vibes. And Definitely. even though China don't look like she all the way clean either, still, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what, what started their beef, so I really can't say 
um, you know, if she should get over and let her see him or not, because I don't know what started the whole thing. I do know that Tokyo is very disrespectful. She did call, you know, China some bitches and stuff on the internet. And again, like how we, in the last um, episode, I just don't think that that's cool for parents to be calling their kids at their name. I mean, especially publicly and shit like that. Like, once you're doing your own house, that's a little bit different. But to be publicly on the internet calling your daughter bitches and hoes and shit, like, come on. Come yeah. on, lady. So, and, and I mean, shit, she got it from you. Like, right. you didn't raise this girl. Like, <laughs> She had no examples, so yeah. Yeah, I, I don't can't. know what started their beef either or whatever. I remember Tokyo went on like a rant before this current rant or whatever, and yeah. talking about how many dicks she had to suck to take care of her, which is out of pocket. Yep. <laughs> so out of pocket. If I mean, you could have kept it to yourself, ma'am. Or, you know. <laughs> We already know. Looking yeah, at you, I mean, yeah, looking at you, we can tell. You didn't have to say anything like that. We know, sis. Or whatever. <laughs> we know, or whatever. You might think we don't know, but we know, or whatever. So, she went on that rant talking about, you know, how she had to sacrifice so much, you know, to take care of her. Okay, any parent is going to sacrifice right. to take care of their kid, which you want a trophy, or whatever. So, that was when... I think I forgot what happened. I forgot what happened. I thought I knew, but never mind. <laughs> Whatever. And that is basically when I think China did start keeping the kids from her because prior to that, I don't think that she was really beefing with her so hard to where she wasn't keeping the kids. I think it's when she went on that little rant about China being ungrateful when she had sacrificed so much to take care of China. And I don't think she's seen them since. And that was maybe a month or so ago or whatever. So that was a little while ago. It was. And now she's on this rant about not seeing the kids and talking about she need, um, it ain't Ayala Van Zandt. I don't know what this lady, this butcher Ayala name or whatever, calling for her help, talking about fix her damn life or whatever. But I feel like <laughs> Tokyo is one of those type of people who you can't fix her life. Like, I feel like she's one of those type of people who really, quite frankly, don't want to hear what somebody has to say. And she just want what she want. And want, then it's a problem. Then her daughter becomes bitches and hoes. And I feel like if you don't even respect your own child or shit, you don't respect yourself as a mother. How are you going to sit up here and respect Ayala? Because you know she don't play. And she quick to call you out and make you do stuff that you don't want to do just to get the results that, you know, y'all are trying to accomplish or whatever. So I feel like that would not be a good look. I mean, don't get me wrong. I watch it or <laughs> whatever, but I just feel like they won't get anywhere. Exactly. I don't know. She would Ivania Yens. <laughs> Girl, I think she Ivana. She I think she Ivana yeah, Yen. Yeah, something like that. Girl. He butchered that lady name. I mean, and kept saying it like, yeah, she was the hell she was. loud and proud. Like, she just knew she was saying it correctly. I mean, oh like, my God. conjuring Ayana Love. That's that how was strong so funny. she was saying it. That was too funny to me. Girl, 
that was been like, calling that lady. Calling <laughs> that lady name. Right. Like, and you expect the lady to come fix your life, fix your <laughs> vocabulary, your pronunciation. <laughs> like, come on, girl. But I don't know what's wrong with Tokyo. I mean, I get it. Keeping the kids away from their grandparents, you know, I feel like as a parent, you have legitimate reasons. If you already know, because it's clear to see that she's not stable, whatever, like mentally not stable. So I kind of don't even blame Black China for keeping the kids away from her because... I mean, you calling me bitches and hoes. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what you would do to my children if you get mad at me again, if I pick them up too early or something like that. Like, come on now. Like, who wants to bring their kids around that? So I don't blame Black China for that at all. Because that lady got issues. Yeah, and you, I don't even know how old she is, but you on the gram twerking and showing your ass. You a girl, get somewhere and sit down. Yep, so I don't feel sorry for her. She needs to go work on her pronunciation skills. <laughs> or she try to call Ayala. <sighs> because you know, Ayala, exactly. She gonna really, she gonna get her ass together. She call her. That's the, uh, new, t- that's the new title, the Ivania Ganzak. Exactly. She call that lady by that name. She gonna get beloved. Like, <laughs> real quick. Oh, man. I can't. Yanla. I can't. But I I want to say that what you're talking about whenever she went off on her, I think she hadn't seen the kids then either. I don't know if she was holding her, them from her at that point, but she said she hadn't seen them in like some months. Okay. She made that little rant. So um, I don't know. She probably ain't gonna never see that lady kids no more. She probably not <laughs> on social media just like everybody else. She gonna see them when we see them. Right. She posts a picture or whatever. I can't say, I really cannot even say that I blame Black China because that lady got problems. She has problems. But I did see that Amber um, responded and was just telling her to DM her because she made like this public post. And so she was just telling her, you know, DM her. So I don't know. But what's also crazy is it seemed like. Um, Tokyo had been trying to get other people around China to let her see those children and so she's mad at everybody that's around her like the nanny and all of that because they wouldn't cooperate with her and go against China's wishes and let her see the kids so um, <laughs> girl them people are not about to fuck up they check fooling with you exactly like, just, exactly you girl, really think that I'm about to sit you. up here and ruin my money so that your crazy ass can see these kids girl please absolutely exactly. not you unstable and you trying to make my check unstable bitch <laughs> no that's, that's two unstables that we cannot have exactly like who doing that right so, so I don't blame them dick. She can go in. I, if I was the nanny, I'd be like, she can go in all day. I'm still getting my check on Friday. So <laughs> I don't care what she got to say. Bitch crazy. Right. I don't like it anyway. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know. We're going to pray for sis. I know. Maybe Ivania Yanzan, whoever that is, will help them. <laughs> <laughs> the knockoff Yanla. <laughs> Oh, Lord. That was too funny to me. 
Yes, and sis was loud and proud and wrong. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Oh man. That is so crazy. It is very crazy. I just can't get over that. But anyway, um, we do want to go ahead and move on. I do want to discuss real quick that little bunk boy. Oh, Lord. He has uh, reappeared in the media again. This time is um, it's not it's more of a serious note. And um, we just want to, you know, pray for him real quick. Hope he gets the help that he needs. A video circulated of him like being so high at this interview that he went to. He was at a radio interview. He was so high that he like he stood up to walk and he literally almost passed out. Um, he had like two or three other dudes with him and they were they weren't high like he was. So I don't know if these were his friends or what, well, truly they not his friends, but I don't know who these people were that were with him, but they were like trying to, they did, you know, kind of hold him up and position him and, you know, try to make sure he was okay. I guess if that's what you want to call it, but the fact that he was that messed up and they weren't, that says a lot. So Mm -hmm. um, after that video circulated, he was, he tweeted, you know, he gets high so that he doesn't feel anything. When he's sober, he feels everything or something of that nature. Um, which just lets you know that he definitely needs help. Um, that's a cry for help right there. That's depression. So we, hopefully, he gets around somebody that can point him in the right direction. And, you know, because, that's just not a good look. Um, he could have easily, easily overdosed um, as high as he was. Mm-hmm. So that's just not that's not good to see. A young black man, you know, he obviously he's got some type of talent. He, I think he raps, or I still don't really know for sure what he does, but I think he raps. But um, yeah, that's just not a good look. No, it's not a good look. And when I saw that video, that was, like, heartbreaking because this man literally could not stand up without assistance or whatever and, like, sliding against the wall and his friends or the people who he were with or whatever just, like... Yeah, we call them friends, just the people he was with. Yeah, his crew or whatever was just like, you need help, bro. Like, first of all, he didn't just get this high in this studio. He was this high before he came in. And before y'all to even allow him to come in or whatever, it's just like, that lets you know right there that they didn't give a fuck. I get that when people are drunk or high or whatever, they become... Like, they don't care about nothing nobody has to say. They don't want to hear it. But this man could not function. He could not stand up by himself without, like, leaning forward about the fall or whatever. So if I was, like, a friend, I would have been like, hell no, you're not about to do no interview because look at you. You can't even stand up or whatever. You would have just had to cuss my ass out or whatever. Like, but for y'all to sit up here and 
try to be on camera with him or whatever, just showing y'all a face, I guess, you know, just to get out there and show that you hanging with this guy or whatever, and him to be so damn fucked up that he just can't even function, can't even hold his head up or whatever, and can't even hold his head up to look straight at the camera to take a picture. That's just like, you need to change your surroundings. And that, because I think that You with me, D? Yes. I don't know what happened. Well, Robert's trying to call my okay. phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. But like I said, I just, I hope that he does get the help that he needs because I just, I felt so bad watching that video. I know. That was very sad. Very sad. I yes. just. Yeah. I then when I saw that tweet, I was just like, yeah, that's just basically like a cry for him. Yep. So hopefully, you know, he can get on the right track and nothing happens to him. Nothing tragic happens to him. Um, Cause that just, that's just never good to see anybody like that. And speaking of um, situations like that, I, I know Demi Lovato recently was hospitalized. Um, yes. Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. So, Pray for sis too. I mean, you never know what people are going through. So it's, you know, I try not to judge, but, you know, just wish for the best. Hope they can come out of it, whatever they're going through, because that's never a good look. Yes, and I like it sucks too for Demi Lovato because I know she has been sober for like six years and she did like a documentary talking about her sobriety and things like that. And I thought this was really on the right track or whatever. And they're saying that it's a heroin overdose. Well, that's what they were saying, but now I've seen recent updates where they're saying that the drug is still unknown that she, whatever she overdosed, still unknown. That's reported. They said it was meth. Okay. Um, yeah. So. And which I didn't know any of that. Like, I didn't know that she had any issues in the past with um, drugs or anything. But I did see what you're talking about, that they recently said that it had been six years sobriety. So I, I didn't know that she had ever went through anything like that. So was that why she wasn't out for a minute, I guess? Uh, I guess so. Um, I think, you know, because the when she was on drugs she basically i don't know if she overdosed i don't want to overdose before so i don't want to say that or whatever but i know that she was in like a rehabilitation or a sober home or something like that whatever they call it or whatever like an actual place that you can like stay with people who are recovering or whatnot so the last like the documentary she just did like a few months ago or maybe like the late later part of last year or whatever she was talking about how the last time she did a documentary before that one she was high off of cocaine or whatever and she just really wanted to tell her story because of people who are you know probably looking up to her who probably are going through the same thing 
So for her to just like relapse is just it's it's sad. But you know the saying once the a crackhead or a drug addict, always a drug addict or whatever. And I feel like that is just so true. Like you said, you just never know what people are going through. You don't know what could have caused her to relapse. And I know she was hanging with that dude, uh, G Easy, which is that's what is that? That Cardi he recorded that song with Cardi B that was mm-hmm. or whatever. And you know, he's on drugs, he's on cocaine yep. or whatever. So a lot of people were like, geez, you didn't help you know this girl to get back hooked on drugs which at the end of the day that's she's a grown-ass woman so that's really her own decision but I also feel like just being around it doesn't help either you know what I mean so prayers up to Demi or for Demi Lovato whatever I really hope she gets well and meth I mean that right there in itself is just she go she's literally going from one devil's child to the next because after six years for her to get on meth oh my goodness it's just like what in the world happened for you to just fall into an even worse trap than you were before yep so Mm. hopefully you know she can find her way back that's just never i you know I know it's hard being in the spotlight and stuff like that, but um, people really have to find a better way to take care of their mental health than drugs. So Yeah, and these kids these days are so damn doped up. Yo, girl, you don't know what the future go hold because they can't function without something, and it's, it's really, really sad or whatever. Like, that, they're, these kids are so young. I mean, like, starting young, with these drugs or whatever. It's just like, I don't even know. Are y'all even thinking about y'all future? Are you even thinking about seeing day of 25 and 30, let alone 60 and 70 or whatever? Like, because y'all so doped up and y'all can't handle simple shit or whatever. So how are you going to handle like real life tasks? Because half the time it's not even big issues that they're stressed about or whatever. Like it's, you give me that issue, I'll be like, oh my God, I can handle that in like a day. (laughs) It's try a bill, try rent, try a car note, try insurance. Exactly. Try Try having to take your ass to work to pay for stuff. Right. (laughs) Like there's no other thing to do but go to work. Like try that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like people do, and, and it's definitely, you can never say what's a real struggle for someone and what's not but I mean, like you said, there's definitely shit I could rather have as a problem than what I have as a problem. Exactly. So, yeah. For them yeah. to be turning to drugs, it's just like, I mean, the shit you're trying to take your mind off of can be handled. You know what I'm saying? Like it can right. be handled or whatever. And that's why they have therapists. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then the crazy part that y'all have all the money in the world, and y'all like choose drugs over anything. Yep. Yes, girl. So we can go ahead and move on to the next topic. I told you Preston is calling me, so you can go ahead and talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do we have next? What do we have? Did you see that Charlemagne the God thing about the sexual assault case that happened like, what was it, 15 or 17 years ago? I did briefly, but I didn't keep up with it. Um, I know people said that it was something about um, 
he it was like an underage girl or something like that. He gave her something to drink or something. Yes, they were at he threw a party. Apparently he threw a party and they had minors there or whatever and they were drinking. I mean, sounds like a typical party to me or whatever. And he left or something like that. And when they came back, the girl was like acting erotic or whatever and like throwing stuff and like trying to set stuff on fire or whatever and his cousins or friends or something like that you know were there and he asked them you know what happened she's saying she got raped what happened so apparently he wasn't even there or whatever and he ended up getting like charged basically for like giving alcohol to a minor or whatever right I saw that yeah so the girl's mom at the time didn't want to pursue a case because she felt like her daughter had went through enough trauma and she didn't want to put her through that or whatever. So they didn't really proceed too much with the investigation. Well, now the girl, you know, she's grown now or whatever, came back and has like taken it to the Supreme Court or whatever and wants them to press charges on Charlemagne because the state of South Carolina were basically like, is over and done. Like we're not going to reopen the case or whatever because they had the opportunity to do that what fifteen or seventeen years ago, or whatever, and it just didn't happen. So now, like I said, she's going to the Supreme Court hoping that they will open reopen the case. And I don't know if she wants him charged or basically they want them to pay for what happened. But from my understanding, Charlemagne didn't wasn't even like there or wasn't there at the time that she supposedly got raped should I say right and I did see that um I didn't follow the backstory on it but I did see that they said that um like from the rape kit he was cleared there was his DNA was not on her right so and um the only reason that he pled I think they said that he did plead guilty at the time and that was just because he was scared and they told him to or something of that sort I don't remember but mm-hmm. um I believe that it's now outside of the statute of limitations so that's the reason why she's trying to go to the supreme court I think but um mm-hmm. yeah good luck with that exactly because so. I really don't feel like the supreme court are really going to like reopen it because for one like you just stated his DNA wasn't on her. They did the rape kit or whatever. They didn't find anything. He wasn't charged with anything or whatever. So I don't see them like reopening the case against him for that. For two, I mean, how long Charlemagne been with the Breakfast Club? The Breakfast Club has been around, what, seven, eight years or whatever. And yeah, it really, a- you know, just started popping a few years ago after that Birdman incident or whatever. But now he recently got like a deal with HBO. So, you know, he really collecting coins now and now you want to bring that up or whatever yeah i'm not even blaming the girl i really blame her mama because i feel like when she was she was 15 when this happened her mother is the one who decided to not pursue this because she felt like she didn't want to put her daughter daughter through it but as a mom I want this investigated to the fullest extent. And whoever did this to my child, I want them to go to jail right then. I don't care about, oh, I don't want to put her through this because I do want to put her through this so that the people who did this, who did you wrong can 
go to jail for it and you have some sort of peace or whatever. Like, I'm not going to just brush it off or whatever. And then years later, want to bring it up when you're the person that you're accusing or whatever got money or like a huge production deal or because that's what it's making it seem like y'all only coming after this man because he got signed with HBO. You know, he going to get a fat check or whatever and you just trying to get a settlement or something. That's really, really what it sounds like. I'm not victim shaming her. I really feel like, you know, she probably was, you know, she probably still is traumatized as anybody would be. But I feel like her mom should have pursued that case when she had the chance. I agree. And on top of that, if this particular man didn't rape you, there's no case against him. Exactly. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he may have supplied you with alcohol, but I mean, like you said, that sounds like a normal party to me. Like, mm-hmm. if you're 15, you shouldn't have been there no way. Like, exactly. for you when your 15-year-old daughter was at a party with adults, like, you know what I'm saying, or people that were older than her. So, I and like you said, not trying to victim shame because I mean, you know, the girl didn't deserve to be raped, no matter what the case is. Right. But at the end of the day, like if he didn't rape her, then you know what I'm saying you have no case against him. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. Like I said, I, I feel like the Supreme Court is not going to pursue that pursue a case because I mean his DNA wasn't on you sis like you know they did <laughs> they were supposed to do as far as like checking and he even said that like he did everything voluntarily or whatever like whatever the police asked for he did it or whatever so it's not like they didn't do at least an investigation uh DNA investigation on him like I could see if it was 17 years from ago or whatever and they're coming back and say, well, Charlemagne didn't even cooperate with the police or he didn't give DNA samples. He refused or whatever. And they want to do it. Yeah, to this day. That I got that. You yeah. know what I mean? But he did everything that he was supposed to do. He cooperated. He was not charged. He, they didn't find his DNA on you. So like, what are you wanting? What is it that you're wanting? You can't say closure because again, he, his DNA wasn't on you. So like, I just don't, I don't know what they're hoping to achieve really with this or whatever, but it's not looking good for him. Nope. Sorry, though. I'm sorry that happened to her, but most definitely. That's the wrong person to go after. Right. If you want to go after somebody, you need to go after the people who actually did it. Exactly. Exactly. I can agree with you on doing that now, Uh, uh, but again, you know what I'm saying? that's where that comes in at when we want to say you know people shouldn't wait however many years later I mean we really can't say because it's not our situation you you know you don't know when somebody's ready to come forward with something but I mean so if it did take 17 18 years later for you to get the courage to come through okay that's that's one thing but go after the right people go after the people who did it to you so. exactly exactly yeah and um so while we on like this type of subject going after people or whatever um they had another fatal stabbing or just another death, basically, of, I'm sure you heard about it, the stabbing of Nia Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yes, in the Bay Area. 
basically she was stabbed by this homeless man. I think his name is John Crowell getting off of the BART. Um, I think it's, I'm assuming it is a subway, the the BART station or whatever. I think it's a subway. I'm really not sure. Anyway, he stabbed her and her sister and slit Nia's throat. Basically, she died on the scene. Her sister was in stable condition. You know, she's alive and, you know, as well as she can be or whatever. And he was arrested literally like a few hours later because he was on the BART train again and people were like called in or whatever and the police arrested him on pretty much on the scene. Like pretty much as soon as he got off the BART train or whatever, or the, the next one that he took, they arrested him immediately. So I definitely want to send my condolences to her family or whatever. I just think that is just so sad. She was only 18 years old. Beautiful, beautiful girl. From everything I've been reading from like her family and friends, you know, she was very, very sweet, always there for people, whatever. And I just think that it's so sad. It's really looking like it is racially motivated because it's no, it was no reason for him to stab her or her sister. They had like video surveillance of them on the train with him at the time and they didn't interact. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they got into it or anything or was exchanging words. He literally just seen, targeted them, seen them, stabbed them and killed this young lady or whatever. So I really, that one really like, that's just all, I mean, just any type of death that you hear, like in the media, like these wrongful deaths or whatever, like that definitely does something to my spirit or whatever, but stuff like this, that's definitely like racially motivated. It's just like, why like it's no explanation it's nothing you can say to justify it or whatever like these girls did not deserve that she did not deserve to die for no reason so i hope there's a special place in hell for him which i know there is but my condolences definitely go out to nia wilson's family yeah i agree that's just horrible i hate hearing like you said i just hate hearing stuff like that especially when it's a a racial thing that's the most sickening reason to kill someone just because of that that's not a reason so um and speaking of that did you also see in florida the other incident of this white guy killing this black guy oh that they were uh, it was something about he parked at a handicapped spot or something like that. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Yes, they parked uh-huh. in a handicapped spot and his fiance was in the car with their kids. And the white guy went up to her, confronted her about being in the handicapped spot, which is so fucking yeah. stupid or whatever. Yeah. Um, came outside and was just like basically defending his family, which he yes. has the right to do. And this man shot him in front of his son. Yep. And um, Amanda Seals was talking about, you know, he won't even be at, well, you know, Shea Room had posted it, but then she like expounded on the fact that in Florida, they have the stand your ground rule where if you feel as though you're being threatened and you, you know, you defend yourself, you won't be charged. So that's pretty much what's going to happen for this white man. He won't even be charged because of that stupid ass rule um which we both know 
that that's some bullshit and it's mainly just a case of him being able to kill a black man with no consequences so exactly and for no fucking reason yep no reason at all all because of they were parked in the handicapped parking spot and mind you from what the reports say the car was running you know what i'm saying so it wasn't like they just been parked there all day and, and who fucking cares that much? Yes, like, like and the man. White people, y'all need to mind y'all fucking business. Like, who cares that much over simple shit like that? If you really cared that much, then you should have called the, the police, like y'all known to do. Versus you going over there and trying to take matters into your own hands and arguing with people over. Because honestly, truly, you don't know if that family had their own gun and if they were gonna shoot your ass. So y'all always talk about how y'all are frightened and fear for your life when it comes to being around black people, but y'all do some bold shit for people who claim to be so scared. So I just think that's so fucked up. Like stuff like that, it should not be happening. It just shouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. Like it's just ridiculous how, white people try to justify the killing of unarmed black men because this man was unarmed or whatever. And it's basically that staying your ground law is basically he can just say he felt threatened. So that's it. That's like, oh, I felt threatened, so I killed him. He, in that video, you can see the man, like, walking away or whatever, like, him walking away, not even he pushed the man down or whatever, and like he, it wasn't like he pushed him down, went over there and punched the shit or shit out of him or kicked him or anything. Like he just pushed him down and he was like getting ready to walk away, and this man pulls out a gun and shoots him or whatever. Like his son is like right there or whatever. So it's just like that staying your ground law is some bull shit or whatever and florida can have that bullshit or whatever because that's not an excuse he didn't feel how you feel threatening you the one with the gun i don't understand it right so my condolences definitely go out to i think um the man name is marquise mclaughlin marquise mclaughlin who passed passed away the one that was shot or whatever so my condolences definitely go out to his family for this just horrific crime because that was so unnecessary over a stupid-ass parking spot. And from the looks of it, the owner of the store says that the man who shot him, which is a Michael Draca or Drica, always does this. He always harassed people behind parking spots and just dumb shit in front of that store all the time. So he's known for doing this and it just literally felt like he was waiting for some shit to happen so that he could shoot somebody particularly an African American person that's ridiculous yes so another special place in hell for his bitch ass was shooting that man for nothing (laughs) or whatever so yep y'all can go down there to hell with gasoline draws matter of fact a whole gasoline sweatsuit or whatever and burn the pieces. Off and have like it burnt down at the damn house parties. Yes, yes, yes. Have her ass set their asses on fire. Yes, yes, yes. So while we on that girl here, we might as well get on a lighter note. <laughs> when I heard that story, I just didn't know. I was like, come on, Tennessee. Come on, Nashville. Come on now. Not you. 
crying. And the lady looked crazy as fuck in that picture. She looked like she'll do it again. And she looked. She definitely will do it again. She <laughs> definitely will. Oh my oh gosh. My she so definitely will. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> yes. Uh, a Tennessee woman was literally in her feelings because she wasn't invited to a house party. And this bitch set the house on fire. <laughs> Went to the house party. Um, and I guess she was like trying to plead her case of trying to get in. I'm not sure. But after they still was like, nah, sis, not today. You ain't coming. That bitch got some gasoline and <laughs> proceeded to pour it and lit that bitch. Lit that motherfucker on fire. The roof. The roof. The roof is hey, on fire. Hey. <laughs> that party was lit for sure. For, right. It was fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, she here in Nashville, Shamika House, which is so funny that her last name is House. <laughs> Shamika House, then lit these people house on fire her (laughs) said she was with two other people whatever but she was the only one that was arrested they haven't found the other two people that was with her or whatever and apparently the owner didn't want to let her in so that's really why she was pissed but she told them according (laughs) to the news that she was gonna set it on fire so this is a classic case of believe what people gonna say or whatever like (laughs) <laughs> Can I just say, oh, they crazy or they not going to do that because apparently they will. But obviously this is why she wasn't invited. The bitch is crazy. crazy and they know her ass crazy. Bitch crazy. <laughs> See, now that's the type of person that you cut off all the music, all the lights, close the blinds, close the door, everything, everybody get quiet. Bitch, ain't no party in here. Exactly. What you talking about, girl? We Netflix and chilling. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Are y'all chilling? Well, let's light this house. (laughs) Right. And who? They talking about she put the, what was it? It wasn't gasoline. What was it? It was the lighter fluid. Who riding around with lighter fluid? Somebody ready to set it off. <laughs> ready to set it off in this motherfucker. Just running around with a whole damn bottle of lighter fluid in their car, like <laughs> say something, say something. I'ma set this motherfucker on fire. I, I stay ready. Like, come on. Come I bet on you her theme song is set it off by Lil Boosie. I bet you. I bet you it is, cause she that from that picture, honey, she sure look like it. She sure look like a boosty fan. Bitch. Girl. That is too funny. I I said I hollered when I seen that shit. That was funny as hell to me. Hell yeah, that shit was funny. That thing didn't pull down. <laughs> and they say it was a jug of light of <laughs> Ain't playing no games. She was dead ass serious. Oh my goodness. But yep, sis went to jail right here in old Nashville. This is not this is not how Nashvilleans act. <laughs> well maybe it is shit. I ain't from Antioch. here, so I don't know. Was it in Antioch? <laughs> I think it was in East Nashville, if um, I'm not mistaken. No, it wasn't in Antioch. Well they one in the same because you <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much or whatever. I slick. 
want to go ride by the house to see. <laughs> ride by the house to see. Oh, bitch, they ain't gonna throw no more house parties. Right. <laughs> nah, we ain't throwing one over not at my house. Just make sure Shamika don't know. Man. She's gonna find another one. That is too funny. Yes, girl. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. People just doing crazy things these days. We just, Lord, keep us covered in your blood. <laughs> Girl. That can't even go to a house party no more. That's bail. You can't go to a house party. I mean, it's I know, because, you know, you be thinking, well, I'm not going to go to the club. I'd rather chill at somebody's house where exactly. I know people. <laughs> Bitch, I, take me to the club, please. Right. Club. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Love for 200, Alex. Take me exactly. to the fucking club. And if I see bitch. Shamika ass walk through that door, I'm walking the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do not feel like being set on fire today or right. the other day. So, no. Mm-mm. Yes, girl. Well, we are literally like out of time. We've been random. <laughs> I know. So, we've been running raving but before we do go I want to see how's it going for you out there in Lexington Kentucky so far so good sis I have um, I haven't had any issues I've been pretty much <laughs> believe it or not my ass has been sleeping like I've been getting <laughs> some good ass sleep <laughs> Like every time I turn around, I be sleep. So, oh my gosh! Like, but that's that's normal for me. But um, yeah, you like that. But yeah, it's been good so far. I have had no problems. It seems to be a nice city, and just kind of like back up a little bit. I am doing travel nursing, y'all. So, um, y'all, I mentioned earlier in one of the other episodes that I'm a nurse. So. Recently, I decided to go ahead and take a leap and do travel nursing and because it's something that I have been wanting to do. So um, I live in Clarksville, Tennessee. So I'm now in Lexington, Kentucky for just eight weeks. It's pretty close. It's only like three and a half hours from where I reside. So it's not nothing too major, but it's enough to get my feet wet, you know, just kind of get my sea legs and (laughs) (laughs) test it out and see how it's going. Um, I do plan to venture out and go a little bit further out, uh, pending that this goes well. I just got here on Sunday. So I literally have only been here like four days and, um, but so far so good. Like the city has been good. Um, nice city. It reminds me a lot of Nashville. Um, which is good because Clarksville is not as big as Nashville. So like whenever I want to like do some shit, I have to go to Nashville. Um, so this is kind of cool cause I'm able to like be in a big city and, um, yeah. So, so far so good. Well, good sis. We definitely going to be talking about it further and see how your journey is going. I've yeah. told you like a million and one times, but I'm gonna keep telling you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Or whatever. Thank I just you. see Thank big, 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 big things for you. So you. I'm super excited. But I'm glad that you have been liking it so far. Yes, 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 yes. And I've been keeping in contact with everybody. So everybody has been so cute. Like, it's been so funny. Like, literally, when I came Sunday, 
I looked at my phone at one point. I had like 15 messages from people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I was like, damn, because I had, you know, I've been driving and I've been traveling up here or whatever. And um, I had my phone, you know, for the GPS. So I couldn't really. And of course, you know, I, I try not to text and drive. Um, I try to be safe out there on the roads, on these highways and byways. So. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it was too cute. Like everybody was just trying to make sure that I made it and all that. So, um, everybody has been so supportive. All of my friends, D, you've definitely been supportive. Like you said, you have told me a million times and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you have been so reassuring. Um, everybody has though. Everybody has. So, um, and the company that I'm working with to do like my travels with, they have been awesome. I do want to just say that they've been great. Um, the recruiter that I'm working with has been amazing. Like he literally has like <laughs> been my little crutch. Like, he, <laughs> like he called me today and was just like, you know, how's everything going? And you know, he's just been great. Like, I feel like I've known that man forever. So, <laughs> well, that's good. That's a blessing. Yes, it's been good. So I know, and like I said, I know we're kind of pressed for time, but I I know that you're also going through a little bit of a change with your boo since he's away. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, my hubby just started his new job. So for those of you who are listening that don't know, my husband is a truck driver. And he went from literally working for a company where he was home every day to now he's going to be gone for five and six days out of the week so it'll just be me and Preston that's why tonight I was just like letting you guys know just in case you hear Preston because my husband ain't home to tame him (laughs) or whatever and he hasn't gone to sleep yet but I really honestly don't know how I feel about it yet as far as you know just like him being gone for such a long time you know like of course I support him in whatever decision that he wants to make or whatever for our family or whatnot. Um, but I just don't know. Like I he just left yesterday, which was was Wednesday or whatever. And he'll be back on Saturday for like a few hours and then he'll be gone for like I think six days. And so I'll really get to see how it is like next week with him not being home like consistently for like multiple more than three days or whatever but yeah I know that it's going to be a little hard because I do miss him already I be talking shit <laughs> whatever when he come home <laughs> you like you miss me like mm-hmm, I miss you yeah and you be like whatever <laughs> I didn't miss my boo-boo or whatever but we are going to see you know what's so funny about that is this is why you have to be careful what you put out in the universe because I used to say that I don't mind having like a husband that you know just travels and I see him a couple of days or whatever and he go about Oops, his business yeah. I did I used to say that or whatever like, he just go about his business like I see him when I see him or whatever but now <laughs> I did, I did. I'm not gonna lie, or whatever. But now that I have it, I don't know if I'm actually going to like it. I mean, maybe I'll be, you know, I will, or maybe I'll be that wife. Like, God damn, you just need to just come home, fuck that job. <laughs> I don't know, but I see just, the ladder. <laughs> yeah, you never know, or whatever. 
but it's it's been cool so far like these last couple of days or whatever thank god for technology and he's been facetiming me and that's what happened we had that little cutout earlier he called me like back to back i had to decline him on and he want to call like two more times because he just don't know how to let a lady live or whatever <laughs> <laughs> or whatever so thank god <laughs> i'm serious shane's has got called back to back like oh my gosh or whatever so it's a transition. It's going to take some time getting used to, but you know, we we shall see how this goes. Yeah. Is this going to be like a permanent thing or just for a little while? He wants to do it for at least a year or whatever. He wants to do it for at least a year. I mean, after a year, of course, you know, he's going to decide if he still wants to continue it or whatever, but he wants to do it for a minimum of a year because he wants to have, like, you know, give it a chance and just not just do it for a little while and, you know, get pressed in to the point where he's just used to him kind of being going or whatever and then be home. He don't want to, like, just quit and be home every day and then might go back out on the road again. So he wants to be consistent for at least a year. I see. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Preston is a daddy's boy, so he wake up every morning, where's daddy? He's at work, he in the truck. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go to the field. <laughs> so, we're going to see how this goes or whatever. I'm sure we'll discuss it more in other podcasts, but yeah, so that's just a little transition I've been going through. So, my husband and my boucher just not in town. I'm just don't know what to do. <laughs> but everybody's doing big things you know what I mean like you know advancing their careers I can't be mad at that yeah I'm trying so right all right well we are definitely out of time um it it seems like whenever we get to talking it just time freaking flies it really really does um (laughs) but um but yeah it's been a great a great journey thus far like i said it hasn't been a week yet so mm-hmm. we both are both into little new fresh transitions so i'm sure by next week i'll be able to tell you what the hell <laughs> i think right and same here um, but yeah um thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us um we are definitely out of time so we gotta go but <laughs> but um make sure you hit up the email at the verbal express at gmail.com um with questions concerns please subscribe rate like all that good stuff um anything else d nope that's about sums it up this is episode five of the verbal express thank you again for listening and we're out peace peace <laughs>